Hi, this is Heidi and welcome to Prompt Help Podcast, where each and every week we chat with health experts in medical, holistic, allied health and wellness as they share their wisdom. We believe everyone's journey in health and wellness should be personalized for them, as one size does not fit all. This journey to the healthier you can begin right now. Welcome back to another episode of Prompt Health Podcast and thank you for listening today. Hope you're enjoying these beautiful long summer days and keeping well. As you know by now after a few episodes, we started talking about things that would impact our health and the more we talk, the more you realize it all goes back to our lifestyle, which brings us to the topic of this week. I'm talking about the buzzword of 2020, which is self-care. We keep hearing it over and over and some of you might even feel that might be a bit overdone right now. We dedicated this whole past week to self-care on our Prompt Health Instagram page to talk about different aspects of self-care, which are many, and then talk to different people around us to get their thoughts. It was amazing to see all different point of views and I'm going to share with you some of them. It really shows how self-care has different meanings for everyone and what works for one person might not work for someone else. So let's start by defining self-care. It's basically the conscious act to take care of yourself for the benefit of your physical, mental, and emotional health. Some simple daily things we do can affect our health positively and help us to deal with our daily stressors. It can also prepare us to be a better version of ourselves so we can be there and take care of our loved ones. There are definitely different aspects to this and it's not one size fits all approach. It for sure looks different for all of us as one area might be more off balance than others. For example, some of us might need to focus more on our physical health with exercise, eating healthier or sleeping better. Some of us might need to work on our emotional health and there are so many techniques for that to manage stress, such as forgiveness, kindness, and compassion. For some of us, we have to work on our social life by creating boundaries, better support system, and asking for help when we need it. And for others, self-care might have more spiritual aspect. I'm talking about techniques like meditation, yoga, nature, or things like journaling, for example. So I asked some friends about their opinion on self-care and the answers were super interesting. Some shared that it has been more the mental and spiritual aspect for them, like meditation. And for some, it was more physical, like picking up daily walking, for example. Other friends had some strong opinions and they felt, although it's very important, Maybe it has become more like a fashionable statement or a popular hashtag to use on social media during this time of COVID. One of my friends sent me this meme that says, sitting in your car outside your house is self-care. I can't explain it, but if you know, you know. She then went on explaining how this meme speaks a lot about self-care. It's not always the massage, pamper session, or pushing yourself to the limit with workout or clean eating. It can be just pausing and having some damn patience and it's not always glamorous. So I like to take this moment to emphasize on that. It's so true 
Taking care of ourselves means we have to work through some imbalances in our lives and that takes effort. Any change is hard and not always easy or pretty, but ultimately it's about bringing what makes a positive change in our lives. Now I like to define in my own words by saying self-care is about building a positive momentum, however that might look like to you, because what makes me happy might look different than you or could be a combination of little things throughout the day. How I build my positive momentum is by following the 3M formula to start my day, which I learned about recently through this time of COVID, and that is mindfulness, movement, and mindset. The morning can set the day as it puts you in that right momentum that makes you more resilient for the rest of the day, helping you deal with whatever stressors that might come your way. I read a research somewhere that the first three hours of the day determines how your day is going to look like. Don't believe me? Spend too much time in bed one day as it's easy to do these days and see how sluggish you feel for the rest of the day. Just kidding. Don't do that. Start the day positive. How I've been trying for the most part to start my day lately has been with mindfulness. This can be a few minutes of meditation or breathing and have to be honest, sometimes the mind wanders off, but it's okay, it gets easier over time. Then some movement, it can be some simple stretches, yoga moves, jumping jack, push-ups, squats, whatever that might work for you, followed by something that puts you in the right and positive mindset. It could be as simple as drinking your favorite morning beverage, like a smoothie or matcha for the matcha lovers, or something more spiritual, like gratitude journaling by writing what you're grateful for, or words of affirmation to remind ourselves how blessed we are. I try to remind my daughter often that we are healthy, calm, and stress-free, and those are the only things that matter. Now time for an expert in this area. Our today's guest is Azra Sitak. She's a counselor, psychiatric nurse, and a yoga teacher. She has worked in mental health in the past several years, first as a mental health worker and now as a psychiatric nurse. She facilitates mental health workshops and is the owner of Opal Omen, where they offer cognitive behavioral therapy and yoga for mental health. We're going to approach it from mental health point of view since it's all about making changes in our lives and our mentality and learn some new tools and techniques from her without further ado let's get started with azra it's a pleasure to have you and welcome how are you i'm good thank you and thank you so much for having me Great. So we wanted to speak with you today as a mental health expert uh, to talk about positive psychology while we're navigating through this difficult time, as there is really no blueprint. Uh, We like to talk about change, why it's so hard, where do we start, and some healthy ways of coping with negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's all connected really and there's only so much we can do on an individual level when it comes to our mental health and what's going on yeah so what do you um what are some of the techniques that um you use in your practice tell us about that 
Yeah, there's quite a few that we use. Um, I think my favorite one, though, that something everyone can do is mindfulness. And that's more so like meditating, mindfulness, those kinds of things. But there's so many different forms of it. And essentially, the idea is that with depression, anxiety, all those kind of things, any kind of negative thinking, often it's thinking about the past or it's Mm -hmm. thinking about the future. And it's very seldom that we actually think about the current moment. And when we get swept up in things, it's easier to think about those negative thoughts and have it affect everything around us. So mindfulness kind of just brings us back to the center. And there's different ways of practicing that. Either that's through meditation, breathing, art, dance, music, um, sometimes even prayer, those kinds of things. So that's how you can do it. And essentially the idea is, so let's take you have a surgeon and you have a surgeon who's doing brain surgery, who would you prefer? Someone who's thinking about their lunch, their breakfast, a fight that they have, something they're worried about as they're doing the surgery? Or would you prefer someone who's just focusing on that one given thing? And that's essentially what mindfulness is, is just focusing on one specific thing and getting good at quieting the mind and proceeding forward with what you're doing. Does that kind of make sense? A great example. I, I loved it. Because that, <laughs> yeah, that was that was really good. Why, Azra, why why is change so hard? <laughs> why is how, change so hard? <laughs> and, and how long does it take to change? From the moment you decide I'm gonna put, you know, all these like thoughts and beliefs behind me and uh change my way of thinking and move forward. Um what are the what tell us about that honestly there's so many different reasons why change is hard some people are just so willing to continue doing what they're doing or they have just these habits habits are hard to break mm-hmm. your mentality is sometimes hard to break but once you're aware that there needs to be a change that's when you can make the change so awareness well, really is the first step awareness is absolutely the first step it's like stepping on the scale before you want to start your diet Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Another good example. <laughs> um, now, tell us some. Um, I I always want to, you know, when when we bring on experts from different disciplines, um, mm-hmm. we want to leave people with a takeaway and some tips specific to that practice. So you're a mental health expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell, give us some. Um, tips and how to deal with difficult times that we're going through right now absolutely I think um the first thing for people is definitely get back to the basics like get back to eating well sleeping well exercising and just being connected socially get down to the basics because if you don't sleep well your day is probably not going to be as good as if you're rested and if you're not eating well chances are you're not going to feel as good And if you're not exercising, you're probably not going to feel that great either. Because when you don't exercise, things build up in you like adrenaline and cortisol, right? So Mm -hmm. just getting back to the basics adds just a good foundation to your mental health. It gives you kind of the blank page so you can get started and get your feet planted. So it's, yeah. So it's going back to that body and mind being connected. Absolutely. That's great. Um, anything else you want to share with us uh, going through the time that we're going right now? Yeah, I think, like I said, just get down to the basics, take care of yourself and take time to 
I know it's easy to get swept up in everything going on, but mm-hmm. sometimes just coming back to self-care and being like, you know what, I can only worry about things so much out of my day, and then I just need to take care of myself. Because realistically, if we worry about things all the time or we're swept up with things, it's just on the back of our head and it's not really doing, it doesn't serve any purpose. So purposely worry about things when you can. And then other than that, just self-care and like I said, the basics. Great And point. then anything, yeah, and anything beyond that, I would recommend connecting with a counselor or someone like who is works in mental health I would recommend that if anything beyond that is unmanageable Mm -hmm. great points and how do people know um, what kind of mental health expert they need to see in terms of there are so many options available out there there are coaches and counselors Mm -hmm. psychologists psychotherapists how do we know who do you go to and where when I mean, it's different for everyone. Generally, you'll have a pretty good idea. Like, I feel like I need a coach or I feel like I need a counselor or I feel like I need group therapy. Generally, you'll have a pretty good intuitive sense of what you should do. If not, you can just jump to Google and be like, mental health support in my area and a center will pop up and you can talk to someone who works at one of these centers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then for those that are listening today, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me either on my website at opalomen.ca or you can hop on and go to my Instagram, which is opalomenwellness. Great. Thank you so much for joining us today and all your great tips. And it's so easy, as you said, Mm -hmm. to forget about the basics, but it's all going back to that um, during these difficult times. Thank you so much. There you go, folks. You heard some strategies that most of you might be already doing without realizing that we are taking care of ourselves, whether we like the term self-care or not. And yes, true, doesn't have to be luxury. It can be all the basic daily things, but it is important to stay conscious with a positive mind so we can stay well physically and mentally to be there for our loved ones. So here is the question I'd like to leave you with. How do you keep a positive momentum in your life? Whether it's physical, mental, or spiritual, do you feel there is an area you can still work on And do you have enough tools in your toolbox to let you do that? You've been listening to Prompt Health Podcast. You can follow Prompt Health on Instagram. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you've been listening to this right now. And subscribe for free if you like listening to episodes like this. We would love to hear from you and your rating and reviews would mean a world to us. You can find similar episodes every Sunday. Until next time.